Time once again to pick up where we left off last week and explore the sales pipeline. This week we have a substitute host, Jim Overmary. Welcome, Jim. Thank you, Paul. It's nice to be here today on Sales Pipeline Radio. Matt Hines is stuck on an airplane today, and uh, so therefore he has not been able to interview our guest today, uh, Ken Thorson. Uh, Ken Thorson is with the Acumen uh, Management Group. And he has got a deep uh, knowledge of the industry. Uh, Ken has been on SLMA Radio uh, some years ago, uh, several years ago. He's a four- or five-time author. I've always loved his advice. I read his books. And today we're going to, uh, to get into one of his books, Slammed, for the first-time sales manager. But before we do that, Ken, would you tell us a little bit, a bit, a little bit more about your company before we get started about the book? Yeah, absolutely. Good to hear your voice and happy to be with you today. Uh, you know, it's been almost 19 years since we started Acumen Management. And we're primarily focused at what sometimes tends to be the weak link in a lot of organizations, and that's the sales leader, sales manager. So we're really focused on bringing execution, discipline, and accountability to the sales organization. Well, I certainly believe that so many companies, uh, in, in uh, they're in this problem of lack of sales and things were going down and they point to marketing, they point to customer service, they point to all kinds of things, but then suddenly someplace along the line they decide to uh, go ahead and point to the manager. And uh, so tell us, uh, and I'm glad to, to see you, as you said through the years, really focus on how to get the sales managers better because if the sales manager is better, the company will be better, the salespeople will be more successful profitability will flow it will be a, a great relationship but tell me what drove you to write this first book uh, this uh, it, this isn't your first book let me see i've got to take a look what is what book is this in your lineup you've got four this is the uh, last uh, of the series um, and it really came about as the first one was on how do you recruit salespeople, and then it was how do you lead high-performance sales teams. The third one was really on how do you develop sales compensation programs that mm-hmm. work. And then I, I designed all four to kind of fit together, and the last one was really slammed for the first-time sales manager. And the reason for that is that not only in my own experience, but also in seeing a lot of clients over the number of years that that first person who was either promoted from salesperson to sales manager uh, or who somehow became a sales manager for the first time, that after about six months, they were slammed. Because what happened to them is generally two things. Their to-do list got very long uh, because they were trying to do too much uh, and trying to do too much for their salespeople. But they also had to learn to be a manager that had to work with their peer groups as well as the executive team as well as the salespeople. So it was the ultimate middle manager job. So SLAMMED is about setting priorities. It's about how do you impact uh, the sales team and things to focus on initially. Uh, There's a lot of issues around new salespeople when they're hired, how they're onboarded. There's nothing about how do you onboard a new sales manager. And so that's really the whole concept that I saw that I wanted to add all of the components because, as you know, Jim, there's thousands of people who do sales training. There's very few people who focus on how do you get that sales leader 
to assume leadership responsibility as well as management responsibility to make it happen. Well, some consultants uh, mention it, and I know of one other uh, high-level consultant that spends a lot of time on it, but it's really your efforts probably that have created this industry that even any of the consultants are spending any time on it because you're right most of them always only worry about the salespeople. and when sales are lagging it's oh they need training uh, sales are lagging oh they need marketing uh, customer service is doing a good job it's the products it's all kinds of things and yet it comes back to you say that the average lifespan of a sales manager is 18 months is that all it is yeah, that's true it's interesting i always say that when sales doesn't hit their quotas the sales manager gets fired, but marketing just goes back and writes a new marketing plan. Uh, so I like to suggest that that's really what we see. Uh, they are hired. They're brought in. The executive who hires them or the vice president of sales who may hire that field sales manager, depending upon the size of the organization, gives the person enough rope to see how they do it. They maybe put them through some cursory HR coaching experience, which is good, which is absolutely necessary. But trying to understand uh, what that role is is critical. I mean, the, that sales manager in a small business or that field sales manager in a large business or even the vice president of sales running multiple sales managers has to have a need for systems or what I call operations. But they also have to have a need for what I call emotional leadership. And that's something that a lot of people miss. A lot of times we see first-time sales managers get in and they start tracking numbers they start tracking activity. They start focusing on micro issues. Uh, and they forget that they also have to have emotional leadership around building belief in the organization, uh, getting people inspired to execute. I'm speaking in a couple of weeks in Chicago, by the way, on a topic about sales leadership creating the right level of intensity. Uh, I believe that salespeople don't show up every day and do 110% of work ethic. That is the manager's job to instill work ethic, intensity, high levels of performance, and a willingness and an interest to achieve great results. Boy, you got me writing faster than I can keep up here. I'm scribbled all over the place. Manager's job to install or initiate this intensity on the part of the salesperson. Uh, most of these salespeople I see show up and they don't have plans for the day. They're, they're wandering around. You ask them what they're going to do, and they say, well, I guess, well I'm going to, what do you mean, what am I going to do? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get on the phone. I'm going to call prospects. All right, so what are you going to accomplish for the day? Well, what do you mean accomplish? Well, how many sales are you going to make? How many calls are you going to make? At the end of the day, what determines whether your day was successful or not? If you can tell me that, then, then I know you can be a good salesperson. So many of them are just poorly led because it takes a sales manager to teach them to do these things. Yeah, a lot of sales managers haven't seen it. They're, they're working in a world based on whoever they last worked for. Uh, and so at Acumen, we really try to build a methodology around uh, talking about planning, for example. we Every six months, we have a salesperson's business plan template that we use that allows them to focus around their territory, if that's the issue, or their market, and their business goals, and their training needs, and their forecasting. We have a rule that the salesperson has to forecast three times quota, and depending on the company, maybe by client. We also, we also have account planning tools that allow us to think about, if they have accounts, how to strategize and be proactive in account planning. And then we break that down a little bit, depending upon the type of company and what they need to do, into monthly objectives and monthly plans, so that 
people can be proactive versus reactive. Now, are some of the things that you mentioned on your website here, uh, Acumen Management Limited, uh, so it's acumenmanagement.com. Uh, so do you have some of those documents to help in planning on your website? Oh, thank you. Yeah, yes, we do. Uh, there's some free videos out there. There's a white paper on the top 40 actions a sales manager must activate to build predictable revenue. Uh, and that is a, a free, those are all free and they're out there. We have something called the Sales Manager's Online Toolkit that is on the site. It has 40-plus tools, ideas, a very robust library of products that we developed over the years for people, from an interviewing kit to interview salespeople to the onboarding program to onboard new salespeople. There's even an agenda out there, Jim, on how to run a Monday morning sales meeting because one of the first things we change generally when we walk into a client is how they run their sales meetings. So we have a template for that as well. Well, I just, I've got a cheat here. I just downloaded how to manage sales for predictable revenue, the 40 critical sales management activities that drive sales results. I'm going to tell everybody these are my own ideas. <laughs> yeah, but maybe I'll reference you someplace along the line. I appreciate uh, that. As we get there, as a first-time sales manager, what do you see as your biggest challenge? Do you think it's this emotional connection? Is it learning the CRM system? Is it is it connecting with uh, the C-level managers so they keep them happy? What is their real responsibility to be successful, do you think, in the first two or three months? Great question, and I think it, it's a, it lies at the essence of success or failure for that first-time sales manager. Uh, and like any executive, it's setting priorities based upon the situation. Now, let me just give you uh, a couple of examples. Let's assume you're walking into a role that is a turnaround situation where sales have been poor and salespeople not very effective in their issue. And if you understand that and if you were hired from within and promoted to sales manager, you may have some feeling for that. So what generally happens is to the smart person, they'll sit back and observe reflect, make a few changes so that the salespeople understand that change is occurring and they see that things are getting fixed. But that is critical so they get a good judgment on what needs to be done, and then they take action. Setting a priority, setting goals, and then at that time expressing your vision of what you want to achieve over the next 90 days or six months becomes a very successful factor because a lot of people will chew off more than they can achieve, and or they act very quickly, um, and therefore maybe acting ineffectively. Now, if it's in a negative, very serious turnaround situation, you may need to make some hard decisions quick. I've had to do that from a cost reduction, changing issues to do that, but you have to be smart and understand and think through how to do that. If you're walking into a role where you're replacing someone, and who someone's been successful, then it's really sitting back again and understanding the players, getting to know each person, but building that trust between you and the team becomes a critical. One of the, uh, not secrets, but one of the things we find when we interview new clients, both the salespeople and the sales management team and the executive team, is that in the organizations we know that are failing, we hear people talk about them and us, those people, uh, and there's a line between we as a team versus those people. Uh, and if that line is there, we have to start breaking that down immediately to make sure everybody is on the same page 
and we have the vision and direction and the belief of where we're going. Once that culture has started to be impacted, and that's the soft skills, that's the emotional side that we're talking about, then we see people take action and are successful. Well, it's interesting when, when you talked about observe, reflect, make a changes over time, except in those situations where you've been brought in to fix something quickly. You see a great majority of the salespeople failing, uh, salesmen going down for two or three months. I recently wrote a white paper based on uh, how to uh, look at your sales forecast, how do you look at your pipeline as a CEO and determine what's real and what isn't. We're going to take a break here for just a second to hear from our commercial sponsor. But when we come back, can we touch on this? Uh, what about experienced sales managers? You get pulled in by, you get hired by experienced sales managers to come in and help them. And where do you feel that you see that most of these people need their success? And then we'll get into a few more little nitty gritties. Uh, and then, but at the very end, we'd like to know how people can reach you. Let's face it, not all company challenges are the same, which is why strategic market intelligence can help identify the actionable information you need to be more competitive. Gain a better understanding of your brand, competition, best prospects, or new product opportunities to generate greater revenues in 2015. Call 949-357-9547 or visit www.strategicmarketintelligence.com. In a world where the speed of innovation and change in B2B marketing has never been greater, the only thing bigger is the need for clarity, for a blueprint, for a guide to what's really working. And how about a way to apply it specifically today to increase sales pipeline growth, velocity, and most of all, conversion? That's what you'll find in the Modern Marketer's Field Guide. And... Amazingly, you can download it for free. HeinzMarketing.com, just like it sounds, H-E-I-N-Z-M-A-R-K-E-T-I-N-G. It encompasses the entire sales and marketing cycle, but in quick bursts with lots of specific, actionable ideas, strategies, tactics you can put to work right away, like today. The loaded table of contents helps you narrow in and tackle a problem. And it's something you can come back to over and over again as a reference guide. Why not download your free copy of the Modern Marketer's Field Guide? It's free. HeinzMarketing.com, just like it sounds. H-E-I-N-Z, marketing.com. All right, back to Jim and his guest. Again, this is Jim Obermeyer sitting in for Matt Hines today on Sales Pipeline Radio, and we're speaking with Ken Thorson. And we're tackling, uh, we're getting a feeling for his book, Slammed for the First Time Sales Manager, and a little bit more about what it really takes. Now, we've covered some of the most obvious challenges, why the life of a sales manager is, <laughs> the business life is about 18 months. And we talked a little bit about the weak links in organizations being sales management very often rather than the salespeople themselves. And we've talked about being able to focus uh, on the sales management role as they, as they are brand new to the job. What do they have to do? Our next question before we took our break was to talk a little bit about what about experienced sales manager? What does Ken see when he goes in? And the issue isn't so much um, uh, there's a problem, but the sales manager seems to be good. But what does he see that these people need to change uh, on average? How do they need to grow? Is it managing the salespeople? Is it the pipeline? 
Are they not statistically up to speed? Some of them don't like to use CRM systems. Where are they most lacking, Ken? Interesting question, because obviously I've seen a lot of variations around that, but some general trends that I I think everybody would relate to, but if you're an experienced sales manager and you're coming in, and you can be an experienced sales manager that's being successful, you can be an experienced sales manager who's not being successful. So we'll try not to get into those nuances too much. But what I, I see generally, if there's a sales manager, in fact, I'm, I have a client that I started with about uh, well, maybe 18, two year, 18 months, two years ago, that I stopped working with. I've been being brought back in because after 18 months, he's doing well. He's not doing great. Uh, they want to come back and refocus and see how do we take them him to 2.0. Because now all of a sudden he's got more salespeople. He's starting to focus on issues. What we see... Uh, generally are, are really two areas. They've done well functionally getting the team organized. They may be functionally onboarding salespeople well. Uh, they may be functionally running a Monday morning sales meeting, very simplistic stuff. And they're doing things well. They're, they're making their calls, but they've gotten themselves into a rut. They've either created a division between themselves and their salespeople, or they really haven't built what I call the sales machine. Uh, or a lot of people call it sales machine, they haven't built the methodology to replicate. If you look at the successful franchises in the food industry, for example, and I use Subway as a, an example, the largest franchisee in the world, when you walk into a Subway, what do they say? Six inch or 12? And then they walk in, what kind of bread? And they walk you down the line. And at the end, they sell you a chocolate chip cookie. Um, that kind of methodology it needs to be implemented in order for the organization to propel themselves into the next level of revenue and stratosphere. And that's where we see a lot of sales managers that they haven't really built initially what I call a sales process map. Uh, and, and that relates directly to why CRM sometimes is not efficient. They haven't built the metrics to understand their pipeline, to understand from a marketing perspective what's the uh, number of suspects, ideal prospects, how many campaigns, how many leads per month have to come into the sales pipeline, and then how many leads do the salespeople have to generate, and then taking them through the pipeline of how many of those leads turn into prospects, how many of those prospects turn into real opportunities, and what's their close ratio. And if they built that kind of understanding from a formalization perspective, it becomes critical. Jim, you might remember I like to cook a lot. I have about 150 yep. cookbooks, and I, I bring yep. things into recipes. I think it's important that the, the next-level sales manager, the experienced sales manager, generally then needs to bring that kind of, I don't want to say scientific, but analytical analysis into their business so they can build predictable revenue because predictable revenue isn't necessarily always revenue going higher. You, As a good sales manager, you should be able to say today what the odds of your revenue goals are in 90 days. Uh, and, and how close you're going to be able to attain quota so that you can go to the CFO, go to the president, and say, you know, I think this particular month, 90 days from now, we could be a little weak from a cash flow perspective because the revenue is going to drop down. And that's when you start to understand. And that's why we like to track what I call forecast accuracy by a salesperson. So mm-hmm. if the salesperson suggests they're going to sell $100,000 in the 1st of September, you track what they actually sold at the end of the month, and you do that over time, and you get the feel of how good Ken Thorson understands their pipeline and their ability to forecast. 
And that's just one of many metrics. But that's where we see that that next experienced sales manager needs to take their game to the next level. Well, you mentioned sales process. and uh, Is that similar to sales steps, or are those two separate from one another? Uh, yes and no. Sales steps are certainly part of sales process. Uh, sales process uh, defines, first of all, what are the seven steps of the sales process or three steps of the sales process, depending upon velocity. But sales process starts to look inside each one of those steps to say, how do I prepare for the call, this kind of call? What are my expectations on this kind of call at this stage? Uh, and what do I do as, at, on the call? And then what do I do post-call? So a sales process, you know, Word document could be nine pages, could be 15 pages long. And it's one of the failures of CRM, and, and I'll, get, I'll make, boil it down very simply for your listeners, is that let's assume you have the seven steps and you've scheduled a demonstration with a customer of your product or your service. Now that I've scheduled the demonstration, do I move the customer to the demonstration stage or do I move the customer to the demonstration stage after I give the demonstration? Those minute mm. differences start to fine-tune how quality and how defined and how well your salespeople execute. Well, understanding those sales steps and uh, understanding when you can leapfrog them and not leapfrog them, and you know, too many companies don't have the sales process or sales steps down pat, and uh, therefore they just let salespeople wander all over the place. It's, uh, exactly. And I, re- I remember your uh, analogies with cooking. I, I think uh, our program five or six years ago, I, I remember uh, I used to go to a, a restaurant in Newport Beach, California, and Luigi, the manager, the, uh, the owner, came up, and uh, I said, I love your chicken marsala. Can you give me the recipe? And he says, Jim, he says, come, he said, come on in the back. Well, she said, I'll get, I can give you the recipe, but just giving you the recipe doesn't show you how to cook. <laughs> and yeah, uh, I, thought that, <laughs> I thought that was quite insightful. I've remembered that <laughs> through, the, through the years. What is the, we've only got about two minutes left. What is the, the number one advice you can give to a CEO whose who sales ha- have slammed down over a two- or three-month period, and they're wondering whether it's the salespeople or the sales manager. What, would you, what advice would you give that CEO? Well, I actually wrote a blog about something about that topic, and it's one of the things that we find is, uh, and the, top, the name of the blog was, how do you manage your sales manager? A lot of CEOs hire a vice president of sales, hire a sales manager, they turn their head and focus on the next problem. If, if, uh, and what happens is that the sales manager works their priorities, but in reality they're not the priorities of the CEO. Right. So my first priority is do you really understand what your vice president of sales is doing or vice president of marketing is doing, and are you managing them effectively? Are they reporting the, uh, what you want to hear? So that's the first thing I would look at. Are you really meeting with your sales manager or vice president of sales on a weekly basis? to make sure they're in alignment with what you want them to do. Number two, uh, it's really trying to then, besides hiring me to come in and find out the problem, uh, it's really trying to make sure that if you have a sales mentality as a CEO, that we understand pipeline management uh, because that's what's going on. But the real most important secret I would tell you is I would make sure that the CEO and the vice president of sales are always recruiting sales people because you can always find better talent the new person that you want to hire or the best person you want to hire may not be looking when you're looking and or they're looking when you're not looking so you always need to recruit so you always upgrade your team john wooden said 
you always want to have better players in your competition. That makes uh, that makes sense. I asked you for one thing, and you gave me three great ideas. Uh, how can someone reach you, uh, Ken? Great. Uh, well, acumenmanagement.com is the website. A lot of great stuff out there. You can contact me directly on the website, acumenmanagement.com. You can certainly call me at 423-884-6328, 423-884-6328. Uh, or you can find me in my web. My blog is yoursalesmanagementguru.com. We just rated one of the top 50 uh, blogs in the world, by the way. You've, uh, you've, you've been a mentor to, to me, whether you know it or not, and I'm sure a, a lot of other consultants and sales managers out there, we've been speaking with Ken Thorson. He's an author. He's a speaker. He's a coach and a consultant uh, from Acumen Management. He's written four books, Building Sales Compensation Plans for High Performance, Recruiting High Performance Sales Teams, Leading High Performance Sales Teams, and Slammed for the First Time Sales Manager. It's available through Amazon as a, uh, a Kindle book, fourteen ninety five, and it's also uh, available through Ken's website. You can get the hard, ca- hard copy version for nineteen ninety six, an e-book, uh, an e-book version for fourteen ninety five. Thank you very much, Ken, for being on Sales Pipeline Radio. You've been listening to the only show that explores the entire sales pipeline process with your host, brought to you by Find Some Marketing.